0: into the contest. It's Friday, the 4th of February. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by Shane Lee. Now, you had your lunch with Lee yesterday, Simon Cook, and, of course, the great Adam Gilchrist. You were you were down there in that restaurant in the city that you mentioned. How did it all go?
1: Mate, it was a fantastic afternoon. With uh, Lunch turned into uh, to dinner, mate, so it was a day-nighter, and uh, Gilly reckons uh, he's, he likes his tequila. And um, he swears by the fact that he has a tequila every night and he's, he hasn't got COVID. So we uh, sort of got into that yesterday and I haven't got COVID this morning, but I've got a searing headache, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at least you had a good time, Shane. At least you had a good time. we do, got mate. a huge Friday on the way. It is Shad Wicker and, of course, Melbourne comedian Luca Muller. We're going to cover some amazing sports, the NFL, Tom Brady's retirement. And look at this remarkable African Cup in the World Game. It really is hotting up. Shane, I was watching this game last night. Marnika Oval, uh, the Australian women's cricket team. Again, another, not a nail-biter, but it was a close one in the one days, and it was these young players. Again, it wasn't the Perries of the world mm. with the ball
1: that did the trick. No, the Aussies won by 27 runs in the end, Tim, which uh, secures the series for them. So they have retained the Ashes. Um and Beth Mooney the, one, uh, the girl we spoke about a number of times who broke her jaw she scored 73 but it was it was young brown with the ball she took back to back wickets ended up with 4 for 34 uh, she bowls with really, really good pace, good mm. shape, good outswingers. And, um, yeah, she was hitting the edge and also hitting the front pad as well. So, yep, done really well. So the Aussies uh, have a cup in their hands, mate,
0: which is fantastic. Absolutely. And Beth Mooney battered beautifully. She was. Yeah. They were a really nice mix of senior and younger players. And some of the fielding was outstanding. So well done to the Australian women's cricket team. Now, look, a sad story yesterday. I, I knew of this story, but it was uh, it was kept fairly private for quite some time. Roy Simmons, the the. Pen Panthers great, of course, New South Wales great, Australian great rugby league player has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And and I'll tell you what, Shane, in 30 odd years of doing this, he, he's got to be in the the top area of the the list of best blokes I've ever met. So I I just want to wish Royce all the very best. And Mm. if you're here, if you listen to, and you love our podcast, if you ever hear any option to help out with some fundraising in and around what Royce is trying to do, um, get on board. Yeah, I'm actually related
1: to Royce Simmons, I don't know if you know that. Timmy is my mum's first cousin, so... I, 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 met, I met him many, many moons ago, but um, yeah, it's, it's sad news. Particularly when he was uh, read the article where he was saying to his grandkids, "Look, Pop, you're not, gonna, Pop's not going to know who you are in a few years' time, mm. but I still
0: love you." And I jeez, "Geez, put a tear to my eye." That yeah, beautiful, beautiful guy, Royce Simmons. So we wish him all the very best. Coming up next, in a change of pace, it is Brisbane comedian Shadwicker. Friday, I love it because we talked to Brisbane comedian Chad Wicker and he is so passionate about his sport, particularly NRL and American football and that's where our focus is today. How are you, Chad?
2: Mate, I'm I'm good, guys, but it's a sombre week. It's a Mm sombre week because the official (laughs) that the greatest sportsman that ever lived retires. Big news, Brady and... uh I think it's the right time. What do you reckon, Chad? Uh, you know what? It's a fascinating discussion, isn't it? Because, like, for Brady, and this is the thing that's so fascinating about this guy, is that he had one of his best seasons this year. Mm. And, I mean, although he like you know he didn't go out as a Super Bowl champion, it's not very often that some of the great players ever, especially quarterbacks in the NFL, get to leave still at the top of their game. I mean, if we think back to, like, Brett Favre, Mm -hmm. Um, He kept coming back and was awful for, like, the Jets (laughs) and the Vikings. Uh, Even Peyton Manning that did get a a championship with the Denver Broncos, but they almost won that despite him. Um, The guy was walking around with a neck brace half the time, could barely even play. Whereas Brady rides off into the distance, you know, a Super Bowl just a year ago. And one of the most fascinating things about Brady is what he has done, and I think everyone should be thankful, the fact that you get to see – In our lifetime, you think of the great players we've been able to see across all sports. I mean, Federer, Nadal in the tennis. You get to see Brady as the greatest ever. People got to see Jordan through the Mm. 90s as the greatest ever. We're currently seeing LeBron. I mean, it's an amazing era for sport. Mm. But this guy in his 22 years in the NFL – uh, uh, he has never had a losing season as a starting quarterback oh,
0: mate. Okay, but it follows his script doesn't it like you, he gets some mud on the top of his forehead you'd scratch it off and you'd win 100,000 like he is the type <laughs> of guy he just has you could almost call the Midas touch the Brady touch because he has made things work it was interesting to see during the week though he holds grudges doesn't he he, he didn't he think he wanted the Patriots or like, he, he like uh, it was very interesting to see his closing speech um, he is a machine I think
2: it's interesting, the Patriots one. I, I, I understand what people are saying about that, but I also feel like, you know, he wrote, he wrote three, four pages thanking the Patriots when he left there yeah. a little yeah. while ago. I think what we'll see is that his jersey will get retired. I think you'll see him at Gillette Stadium at some point, turning back up and watching that thing get hung up in the rafters. But I just want to give you a quick one, just if everyone already knows how amazing this guy is. But the best thing about Brady, I reckon, is that he's had three Hall of Fame careers. Yeah. I mean, the guy's won seven Super Bowls. It's more than any NFL franchise (laughs) has won. And also, after turning 37, right, he's retired at 42, 43? 44. Well, he turns 44, but Yeah. yeah. Thirty-seven. He turned thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. He won four Super Bowls and was seventeen and four in the playoffs, but was never a top-three paid quarterback. He always took pay cuts well. to keep a team together. It's an unbelievable career for a guy that's like no one in any sport. I think is as determined. I'm still tip. I'm still tipping a comeback, mate. I'm still tipping a comeback. I reckon. Really? Yep. yep. No, you watch. Mark my words. I can't see it happening. I don't know. I feel like he's just going to ride off into the sunset. I don't think he'll let well, the coach either.
0: There's plenty of, plenty else happening or plenty of other stuff happening in the NFL. Bombshell about the owners paying bonuses for teams to lose.
2: Yeah, this is pretty nuts. This is like um, – I come out on the same day that Brady makes his announcement. The guy can't get a clean day to make his retirement. But um, Brian Flores was a coach for the Miami Dolphins. He's one of three mm. people, persons of colour that coaches in the NFL, um, That the other being Tomlin. Uh, In uh, in Pittsburgh, the the thing with this uh, allegation is pretty crazy. He's suing the NFL for racism in hiring, and I'll give you a quick. Succinct breakdown. There's a thing called the Rooney Rule in the NFL. Um, It basically was to encourage more people of color to be in coaching and management positions. And what it says is that in your hunt, you must interview at least one person of color in the pursuit, okay? Uh, But what has long been a known but never proven uh, thing in the NFL is that a lot of teams just interview essentially a token candidate. They'll interview – the Philadelphia Eagles have interviewed their ex-running back every year when they've been looking for a coach. The guy's never going to coach in the NFL. Um, And what Brian Flores has done is, thanks to a text exchange between him and Bill Belichick, (laughs) has actually outed the New York Giants for hiring another guy called Brian before they had even interviewed him, uh, proving that his Thursday interview was purely because he is a black coach. Um, it's pretty damning to some of these teams. He's also got some information about some uh, great players that are now coaches interviewing him while drunk uh, or hung over, not even taking the interview seriously. And then is the bombshell about the owner of the Dolphins allegedly offering him $100,000 to lose a game, all games, so that they could get a higher pick in the draft. It rocks the foundations of your sport. To say that, that owners want to lose, and it also some people are saying it might steer the NFL, uh, NFL to do what the NBA had to do in the '80s, which was create a lottery mm-hmm. system so you couldn't tank your season.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Hey, um, this Washington football team announced the new name. I've got a new name as well, mate. Oh, mate, I love this story so much. They are a rival for my Dallas Cowboys. You get two years to try and decide a new name, and you're like, you can't, you can't stuff this up.
0: You've got to get it right <laughs> because because the back the with, back. The background to that, just the background to that, of course, is the Redskins, uh, the new world that we live in. Um, they they saw that as inappropriate. so They were just called the Washington football team and they needed to get a new name.
2: Well, I mean, if you're going to call yourselves Washington football team, after one year, you need to change your name. If you've had mm-hmm. it for two years, that's pretty much your team name now. Mm. Um, there are a lot of options. They hit a lot of roadblocks with copyright and whatnot. A lot of uh, college teams in the NFL owned some of the names that they wanted Uh, What they ended up going with, and apparently it was down to the admirals or the commanders, is they went with the commanders and immediately trending on Twitter after it was announced was everyone realising that the nickname for that team would, of course, be the commies the red <laughs> uniformed team in the NFL and their yes. nickname is the Commies and they represent Washington, D.C. Bomb, bomb,
0: bom, bom. Now, mate, just quickly, I love it. What, what what, about your Dolphins? Wayne Bennett, he's starting to swirl. I don't think you'll have a team that likes him by the end of it, but he might have a, a decent team at the Dolphins by the time they start assembling next year.
2: Mate, i tell you what, we're worried we're going to get this big marquee signing, but this forward pack starting to look pretty nice. Nice mix mm. of senior players, a bit of, a bit of size up there. You, you and I were saying this. Well, we are all kind of saying this a few weeks back when we are getting a little bit worried. This is probably going to be a side that's going to aim to bring a lot of young guys in. Mm-hmm. And a controversial opinion of mine, I feel like outside backs are a dime a dozen in rugby league. I don't think that it's hard to find that many good ones out there. Uh, so I reckon this is great, building up the four-pack. I will make a prediction, though. Rhys Walsh will not play as the warrior's after uh, next season. I think that he will be one of the big, big targets for the Dolphins to bring back over to Australia when that contract starts to
0: expire in New Zealand. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be unbelievable. Shad, uh, it's always good to chat, my friend. And uh, we're going to have even more to talk about next week. Have a good one. Super Bowl's coming up,
2: boys. Can't wait, chicken wings. Here we come. Here's my prediction for the Super Bowl, guys. I'm doubling down, all right? Bengals by three. It's going to be another walk off field goal, Ooh. about 40 seconds to go. And I reckon he's going to slot it from about 45 yards out. Not even an easy kick. McFealis is the greatest player in the NFL right now, now that the GOAT has retired. <laughs> if you get that, you're a McGenius.
0: Coming up next on Afternoon Sport, he's a very funny man. He loves his Melbourne demons. It's Melbourne comedian, Luca Muller. Joining us now is award-winning comedian from Melbourne, Luca Muller. How are you, Luca?
3: Yes, good, boys.
1: Thanks for having me. How are you? Real good. Luca, let's start with with Celtic, mate. Now top of the table. Ange is on fire.
3: Yeah, absolutely Former former Socceroos coach Ange Postacoglu Very popular in Scotland right now mm. Going better than a deep fried mm. haggis He's killing it <laughs>
0: It's amazing, isn't it? And I tell you what, the Socceroos could do with him, Luca, couldn't they? The the way that they're going this week, I mean, there's every single chance that we won't get to this World Cup.
3: Yeah, it's looking pretty grim uh, after that that two two draw. It's going to be pretty pretty slim chances of getting through. But uh, mm. at least, yeah, at least some Aussies are having success in football somewhere in the world. Now, look at what's happening in the African Cup. Uh, yeah, so the African Cup of Nations soccer tournament is uh, getting to the end now. Senegal is already into the final, and they'll play either Cameroon or Egypt. And uh, it's been a pretty, it's been a bit of a roller coaster tournament, to be honest. There was um, cops, some negative flack at the start for some low crowd numbers. And then there was news came out that the Gambian team were having to sleep six people in a room due to some organizer little mistakes there, not booking enough hotels. And then there was an incident where a referee blew the whistle at 85 minutes, so five minutes too early. And then everyone walked off and they said, hey, game's not over. you got to get back out there. They went back out there and then he blew it at 89 minutes. So, still a few minutes too short. Um, but through all that, it's been a pretty good quality of football. So, the final will be on Monday morning, our time, and uh, I reckon it'll be a cracker. That, re- that, re- that, that ref must have had a hot date, I reckon.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but
0: look, everything that could go wrong went wrong early, but it just, it's, it's really just gained momentum, hasn't it? Uh, I still remember, and I know we go back a little while now, but the Sydney Olympic final in Cameroon, Beat Spain. I mean, some of the African uh, football teams are just off the charts. They are phenomenal, absolutely unbelievable.
3: Mm. Now, um, UFC, mate, it's going to be a hot couple of weeks. Yeah, there's some great fights coming up. Um, there's a bit of a big Aussie versus Kiwi showdown coming up next weekend uh, in a middleweight title fight between Israel Adesanya and Robert Whittaker, which should be. Very exciting for me It is a rematch Uh, So they fought before A couple years ago At Marvel Stadium In front of 57,000 people Which I was one of It was a very good day Uh, So yeah Izzy managed to get the KO In the second round In the first time But he hasn't quite Looked the same since then Uh, He's held on to the title But hasn't been in As hot a form Where Rob Whitaker, The Aussie Has looked great He had that loss And everyone was starting To question Is he down and out Is his career over But he's put together Three wins in a row since then And he's looking good And uh I can't pick it. I think it's going to be a red-hot fight. Will Izzy get the KO again? Will Rob use his improved wrestling and uh, get it done? Or is Izzy going to take revenge for Trevor Chapel's underarm ball? How's it going to go? <laughs> Hey, Luca, what's on for the weekend, mate? Any gigs coming up? Yeah, yeah, a couple gigs this weekend. I'll be at Club Voltaire in North Melbourne on tomorrow on Saturday and then again on Sunday as well, actually. should be all cool. right. What about if you get your crystal ball
0: out of here, Luca? Mad Melbourne Demons fan. Can you guys go back <laughs> to back? We need to get the prediction. It's February. We can almost smell the liniment. Um, it's not
3: just around the corner. <laughs> well, this week, actually, I was lucky enough. I have a mate who I hadn't seen for about a decade, but he actually works at the D's as a stats analyst. And uh, it was his day to have the cup, the Premiership Cup, with him. And he was kind enough to oh. reach out to me and asked if I wanted to meet up and have a touch of it. And so... <laughs> what about the cup? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I reckon uh, That's a good omen And uh, I think things are good Things are looking good Mm, Luke, you've got (laughs) to (laughs) touch Thanks mate, we'll talk to you soon Thanks boys, see ya that's it for Afternoon
0: Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our guests today, Shad Wicker and to Luca Muller. Thanks to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Main Haircare. That's M-A-N-E, MainHaircare.com. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We are back Monday with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.
1: John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back.